When you start investing in stocks, you seek investment advice. When you seek investment advice, you go to the Internet. When you go to the Internet, you start believing all the wacky correlations spouted by armchair analysts. When you start believing those wacky correlations, you start buying and selling stocks based on butter production in Bangladesh. When you start buying and selling stocks based on butter production in Bangladesh, you offend your lactose intolerant girlfriend, who in turn moves out. When your girlfriend moves out, you can't afford rent on your own because all your money is tied up in the stock market. When you can't afford rent on your own, you become homeless and alone. Don't become homeless and alone. Get rid of financial advice from armchair analysts and upgrade to Money Talks. This is Money Talks. We're back. I'm Bill Laco, certified financial planner, along with Troy Harmon. Too many designations to mention. And then there's Dr. Roger Tuttero. What's your What's your title over there now? What's your What's your you're like Chief Poobah Economic nah, Guru? Nah, just just a just school teacher. Just school just, teacher. Just economic professor of economics, director of the economy. But you are center. a Georgia public school teacher. I, mean, I am. You know. I'm blessed to be here, being an employee of the state of Georgia, and yeah. spend some time with some of Georgia's new, uh, bright, best and brightest young minds. That's true. That's true. I went to that school. Yeah, me too. You did twice. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to see we did no damage. That's rule one, right? Well, you, do no damage. Do no harm. Rule one. You've been talking to us for the last few minutes, and uh, you tell us how much damage really was. So let's talk about something else here. And I know we hit on it originally when when the tax law passed, but you know how the corporate tax rate has come down. And I think, Roger, you and I may have a different opinion on this a little bit, but I think it's it's going to be a windfall, not just for corporations, but I think there's going to be a lot more cap capex spending, capital expenditures, personally, because I don't view it just uh, for Home Depot and McDonald's, and although they have some interest, interesting tax rates last year versus this year. So, and we'll get to that in a second. But you know, firms like ours are sitting here saying, okay, we're really not going to have a lower tax rate. Okay, mm-hmm. pass-through entities, especially ones that have been carved out, ultimately are not going to get a lower tax rate. And, um, you know, this is good. the lower taxes are probably going to be for the 97%, maybe 95% of the people, which is fine. But because of how they structured depreciation and the fact that I can now go buy, you know, an SUV or, uh, you know, I need a backhoe or whatever it is that I need, and I can write it off 100% this year, mm-hmm. the question becomes, you know, there's, there's plant and equipment that I've been wanting to upgrade or want to build. Why would I give the government half my money when I can – you know, right. go expand my business. Yeah, have an asset to show for it. Yeah. So, I mean, but but I feel like that's going to be the same scenario with some of the larger corporations in the sense that, you know, I, I, I can't believe this tax bill is not going to be good for Southern Company. I can't believe this tax bill is not going to be good for Home Depot. I can't believe, I mean, they, they were, Faxit was saying McDonald's tax rate, if this is right, I can't believe this, was 31.3% last year. Yeah. So, I mean, that's got to be a huge windfall sure. for them. You know, and, that, and that's the key is that different companies had different effective tax rates. Right. And so if you were a company and you were already down in the low 20s, then it may not give you the same kind of headline pop from this reduction that some of the companies, like you just mentioned. I think a lot of the pharma and some of the technology firms had pretty high tax rates. The other part, though, is I really think you're right on the depreciation. You know, businesses live in a cash flow world, mm-hmm. and you have to stroke the check for that capital equipment in many cases up front. 
And so if you have to depreciate it over time, you know, now being able to expense it and take all the deduction right now raises the return on the CapEx. And typically what we've seen is we've seen accelerated depreciation used as a tax strategy when the economy's soft and we try to jumpstart things to get out of a recession. Uh, this time, obviously, we're not in a recession. We're far from that. So it'll be fun to watch it play out. But I think you're right. I think small businesses in particular may get some advantage out of that. And you, miss, you mentioned the pass-through, and I've worked through the rules a little bit and I'm not convinced I completely understand them yet. Oh, it's painful. But yeah. I think there will be some opportunity for some smaller businesses to organize in a way that does lower their effective rate. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to get a little creative, and, and, and we're all in favor of creativity. Right. We're, we're, what's, the, what's the term? Avoid, not evade. Yeah, yeah, one puts you in jail, the yeah. other one just puts more money in your pocket. Right. All in yeah. favor of that. But you also don't want to be on the cutting edge of this stuff. Right. They say, yeah. what's the difference between tax evasion and tax avoidance? And usually the answer is $1,000 an hour attorney. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 20 well, years you know, you, uh, you, I don't know. You know, I've, I've heard and been and seen some seminars on this stuff, and, and I, I'm not prepared to go – make a company to release my employees back to this company to avoid, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just, you don't want to be on the cutting edge of some of this stuff. No, right. and, and the real standard is you can do these things if there's economic substance to what you're doing, right. but if it's just if it's just form over substance, it's not a good idea. Right. Yeah. You're going to pay the attorneys to reorganize your business in some strange manner, probably as much or more than you would have saved in tax. Yeah. yeah. Right. Not saying we wouldn't end up that way if there's some guidance that allows for it, but, you know, until you get guidance from the IRS, you don't really want to be creating no. it. Yeah, you know. and they're still not giving us any of that yet, right? No. We see. Well, it's I... coming out, but not on this. I mean, not on this particular. And this math is tough. Right. You know, if you make between this and that and the other, and then you got to check to see if the moon's rising and whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's yeah. ridiculous. Although it is what the Full face? Employment Act for financial advisors and CPAs. Oh, so, always good. I mean, yeah. The boys on K Street, they got to eat as well, right? <clears throat> well, yeah. 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 Sure. Well, I, you know, Poor look, guys. Yeah. I, Interestingly enough, I think that what some math that I saw was that if the $2.8 trillion that is overseas gets repatriated, which is supposed to be around an 8% tax bracket, I mean, it can be a little higher than that. Yeah, I think it's between right. 8 and 15. It's low. Right. It's low. It's, but you're talking about adding somewhere between 200 and $300 billion to the coffers. You right. know, that might take care of some deficit. I yeah. don't know. Of course, that's a one-time hit, right? I mean, That's true. I, you know. I, I think the real key is how they spend it. It's. Uh, I think. Oh, they're going to spend it. I'm hoping so. I. I mean, that's. Oh no, that's I mean the, the government. I thought you meant the no, government. The, okay. government <laughs> the government will spend their part. They, they've never. I mean, we've already determined the Republicans know how to spend yeah. money as well as the Democrats. Corporations, so. I'm talking about. And, and uh, I know you, know, you don't want to get into out. the politics, but I don't mind. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I think. But listen, I think both sides of the aisle have uh, long histories of being willing to spend, maybe on different things or different agendas, sure. but. You know, we're, we're, we're not a country where our, our households are burdened by being too thrifty, and we and our federal government has a long history of being able to spend more than it takes in. Yeah. 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 Are we talking about Social Security or are we talking about defense? That's pretty much the difference, right? It's it's a matter of what we're going to spend it on. Well, what would be the – and maybe, again, I'm just philosophical questions, not a political one. But, okay, I'm 47. I'm fine. Move out my retirement age for Social Security to 70. Right. How much money would that save the federal government? A lot. Yeah, and 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 I think that if you put it in a historical context, when Social Security started, uh, my guess is 65 was probably beyond the average life expectancy. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, we could all run our own insurance company in here if we were guaranteed half the people die before they had a claim. Right. Um, so I think part of the 
part of the other side of our increases in mortality are, is the burden that it puts on the system. I wouldn't be surprised if by the time I get, reach my 60s, the data is not kicked out further. And there are some people that advocate means testing on it as well. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, it's certainly a big, it's the big bogey out there to try to figure out how to um, resolve these obligations. Uh, I do have another question for you, but I think we probably ought to take a break real quick. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.